Retro Hangover is supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We would especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, and Randall. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to episode 73 of Retro Hangover. Classic gamers, welcome to the podcast where some critics say they're fucking good, other critics say they're motherfucking good, and a prostitute said they'd suck their dicks. This is episode 73 of the Retro Hangover Podcast. I am your co-host, Chris Copleen, with special guest Willie of the Grand Rapidians Play Video Games Podcast. Piss off my co-host and she'll rip your balls off. And Ginger. I'll rip your motherfucking balls off. And, as always, your host, Shane. Mutant motherfucking dick dragon. Koski. (laughs) You know, I appreciate the fact that you didn't use, you, you never use the Z word, okay? Never use a Z word. Or the Z word. If you're you're talking about Paul, our patron Paul, yeah, I see you. I see you, Paul, with the Z. Our our Canadian, our Canadian friends were very upset that we said Z when talking about the. I'm sorry. I speak. I speak in freedom language, but that's fine. (laughs) So we are we are here today with uh, Willie and Ginger, as you heard in the intro. We were recently on their show, which is uh, once again, I mean, it's a fantastic show, and you should go check it out. They are the Grand Rapidians. Play video games podcast and uh welcome to the show ginger and willie thanks for having yeah, us thanks glad to be here so um i think it'd only be apropos if you just kind of introduced yourself and, and kind of told us about you guys so i'm willie and i'm one of the co-hosts of a podcast where we review beverages and talk about video games and recommend of- something yeah. games of no particular era will cover any system anytime and i'm ginger i'm his wife and we usually have a third co-host simon but lately we've had a lot of co- guest co-hosts which is great such as us yes we're just we're we're slowly edging simon out that's what i'm hearing okay great he's you, been avoiding us like the plague <laughs> you guys are welcome well, back anytime yeah. And oh, well, we, we appreciate yeah. And fire ass you. intro as usual. <laughs> I do what I can. I'm going to be that wrestling <laughs> announcer someday. He must. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. Um, but as we always do every single week, as you heard in the uh, intro, before I say what we do every week, we are, this week we are talking about, talking about the House of the Dead Overkill, which originally came on the Wii. But we'll talk more about that in the brief history as we get into that. But first, as we are wont to do, we talk about what we have been going on in our lives and what or what we've been playing in video games more uh, specifically. So since we have guests this week's uh, this week, Willie Ginger, whoever wants to go first, go ahead and say what I guess. And on your show, as you would play, what game you play? <laughs> <laughs> I've actually recently played Among Us online with some friends in Jamaica, which was really fun. Hmm. And nice. Among Us has been going crazy. It came out. I think maybe what three, four months ago or something like that, maybe even mm-hmm. longer. But a lot of people are really liking to play that online. No, I, I think it fun. actually came out in like 2018. Yeah, a few years ago then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's fun. It was fun to chit-chat with some friends and be told that I was going to die. And I totally died the first fucking time. And then I ratted <laughs> out the motherfucker that killed me. <laughs> so yeah that's so, only right 
so how does this game work? I haven't played it. You know, it's weird. First, it, and it's weird because it's a game, you know, came out two years ago and then just kind of just quietly blew up. Like, it literally blew up within the last month. So you are a random person in space and you have up to, I think, ten other, or nine other people. So ten people. And you have to fix certain things and then there is someone who is in there who is an alien that's among us and you have to find them and all of a sudden the alien will kill someone and you have to pick out of everyone who who killed you but it's a pretty fun game to play online if the servers are working because the servers like to be a bitch too but it's a pretty Mm. fun game i have yet to be an alien i i say i imagine they probably weren't expecting the giant influx that they got yeah they announced a sequel do y'all have any idea like why this suddenly blew up like two years after it came out like is there something that happened or there were a couple uh twitch like people with big twitch followings who started playing it together and that's how it caught on Uh, yeah the ninja effect okay yeah Uh, they had announced they had announced a sequel about 35 days ago Mm-hmm. But they canceled the sequel to focus on the first one to make it run better. Yeah, they should do Probably that. A smart move. Does that mean Fall Guys is like done? That's <laughs> it's just over. I was with? actually gonna boot no. that up after we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> Will's gotten a little further with coins on that than me because I've been playing my Switch. Nice. So how about how about you, Will? How what have you been up to? What have you been playing? Same thing or what game you, you play? Been up to something different? What game you play? <laughs> there it is. I haven't been playing a ton. Still the daily challenges on Blazing Beaks and Binding of Isaac every day. And a few days ago, I fired up Volstock and started playing that again. And that's a dual stick space shooter, but you can go on colonized planets. Yeah, and you, you can go colonize other planets um, because you exploit you know, their natural resources and you make millions and billions and trillions. Decillion. Yeah, sextillion, septillions. I'm up to like nonillion or something. Undecillion. Uh, capitalism. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's definitely a game of capitalism. I've taken over every planet on like six star systems. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Overall, it's, it's a fun game. Right. In space. <laughs> you better watch yourself. I'm wanted on six systems. <laughs> So I guess I'll go next because uh, I'm just I guess I'll be brief because I don't want to talk too much because I know I'm going to be playing this game for the next few episodes. I'm playing a game called Near. I'm so I'm mm. sure many of you have played it. Not Automata. Nope. I want to play Automata. I do want to play, uh, but I want to play it after I play the first one. It's just one of those games where the combat is absolute dog shit. It's a third person, third person action adventure game. And I. You know, I, I was listening to I, I mentioned this on 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 when we were on uh, the Grand Rapidians, you know, region free gamers they had on there. They had like the Game of Gamers 98 and they were talking about Zelda. And they're like, yeah, was the Z trigger really that important or Z targeting <laughs> really that important? And yes. <laughs> uh, near is a game that shows why you need Z targeting. It's 100 percent necessary because I cannot control and the worst part about it is you already know that the control is bad in the first half of the game. <laughs> and then it, you get to the second half of the game, and it's like, here's some new cool weapons. And you're like, thank, thank fuck. This, <laughs> this, this, this first sword was trash, trash garbage. Now I have a two-handed sword and a spear. Everything is going to get better. But no, it doesn't get better. They're worse. <laughs> and... If you want to go back to the original weapon you were using, it does crap damage. It doesn't do anything. So you have to use your new weapons that control worse. But at the same time, I love this game because the voice acting, the characters and the atmosphere and the lore are just off the charts. So I, I, I love it. It's it's Man. the weirdest experience. Every every time you bring this game up now, you like <laughs> I. I I still I still am not 100% sure on really why you're you're bothering to play it cuz you're all like well it's like oh my god the voice acting it's amazing it's so good like story and blah blah but you're like but also the act of actually playing this game is hot ass and I'm like so why <laughs> why 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 do Chris why do Because it's 
It's an experience, Shane. It's it's an experience. And so they, is like waterboarding. But, sounds like you know, I, you're ripping your own balls off. That's right. I mean, Slowly, if I'm not causing over like pain to myself, hours. <laughs> if I'm not if I'm not causing pain to myself, am I really enjoying it? But how does that even mean? Am but I it, really it, alive? <laughs> The thing to it is you do have to beat it three times in order to get the entire story, which I've never been a fan of. But I like I might do this in this game. <laughs> and the thing that I, that made me think this game is special is there is a text adventure part. It went to full text adventure. There's an area they're like, oh, no, there's this quest. You got to fix them. And in order to fix them, you go into their dreams and their dreams are text adventure RPGs. And it's like, this is fucking amazing. And I love it. Nice. That's how they get you, man. All right. Well, uh, so I. That's your turn. Um, I've been. Oh, great! Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been playing. Haven't really been playing a whole lot, actually. Though I've uh, I've I've started to dive into the the Super Mario 3D All Stars collection on my Switch, um, because of course I pre-ordered it digitally be, be, because I I wanted the the exclusive collector pin set that they were offering for doing that because I'm an idiot. Huh. <laughs> um, but you know, it's a, uh, I've been having fun with it. I mean, I've played the bejesus out of like Mario 64, so I'm not super concerned about that, but I had never actually played Mario sunshine ever. Mm. Um, so I felt like this was a good opportunity to try to try to get in on that. And, uh, you know, I mentioned it in our discord, which by the way is public now. So if you want to come join us, you can do that. I, I actually, so far, I really don't understand all the shit that Mario Sunshine seems to get over the years because I'm, I'm actually enjoying it so far. Like, I don't find it to be any more or less frustrating than, frankly, any other 3D Mario. <laughs> okay, so. okay. You're a Zelda fan, and you're I wondering am. why a GameCube game in a series got misunderstood? Uh, yes. <laughs> are, you, are you implying that all GameCube games are alike? Do they all look the same to you, Chris? I was just talking about Wind Waker, Shane. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wind Waker also got its really nice spit shine paint job in HD and it it looks real nice. And I was also like a third of the way through playing that like three years ago. So I got to finish that at some point. But I don't know, man. All I'm saying is Sunshine's actually all right. And it might get more frustrating the further in I get. I don't know. But so far, it's been pretty cool. Do you have a controller with an analog shoulder button? To adjust the strength of the flood stream, I heard people complaining about that on this well, new version. Well, see, I, because I don't have any prior experience with Sunshine, I didn't even know that was a thing. I am, I am just full blast fuck. all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> full blast. Just pure stream. That's what he said. That's right. I feel <laughs> so many jars. <laughs> Can you play it with a GameCube controller? Probably. I don't know. I just... I don't... I've, I've either been playing it undocked or with my Switch Pro controller. That's all I've been doing, and it's been fine. But speaking about bringing back games from the dead and the undead, <laughs> this Ooh. week we are talking about the House of the Dead mm. Overkill. That's Overkill. <laughs> so, um, Shane, how about you introduce me how I'm going to read the brief history? Or are you going to do it? I don't know. <laughs> We're <laughs> professionals. <laughs> No, I forgot fine. whose turn Hold it on. was this week. Hold on, Chris. Whose turn is me... it, who turn is, it no, is no, this week? Yes. I don't even know. Who, who turn is, Chris, indeed. Who turn is this week? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I'm pretty sure it's your turn. So, uh, so Chris, why, why don't you hey. go ahead and take us away with a brief history of House of the Dead Overkill. You ever thought of therapy? What the fuck for? All you do is get pissed off at and with just about anything and anyone. I'm attempting conversation here with you. Conver-fucking-sation? Yes, conver-motherfucking-sation. But you know what? I'm gonna shut up. You play your music, you play it your way, and I will just drive. Can I drive? No. Can I have a lollipop? Yes. What the fuck? Violence, vulgarity, voluptuous fixins vowing violent vengeance. Variance is of vitality. Okay, that one was a bit of a stretch. I meant some mutants. Yes, mutants. Any of those descriptors would be antithetical to an experience found on a Nintendo console. 
even in 2009. However, Sega was interested in breaking the long-perceived barrier of what was acceptable for the big N. So in February of 2009, Sega released the newest edition in their popular, but becoming stale, House of the Dead franchise. One could say they certainly broke that barrier to the point of overkill. There really isn't much in terms of development to be stated. When development started, Overkill was just supposed to be another typical House of the Dead game. After toying around with several different themes, including steampunk, developer Headstrong Games decided to go with a more grindhouse exploitation film style after receiving inspiration from the 2007 film Planet Terror. Inspiration would continue to draw from modern pop culture as characters are modeled after popular celebrities. These include the rapper Common, Burt Reynolds, Stephen Hawking, and Keanu Reeves. On February 10th, 2009, the game would be released in North America, with Europe receiving it three days later. Japan would have to wait till September 17th of the same year, but the game would be bundled with the Wii Zapper. Reception was mixed, but mostly positive, receiving an aggregate score of 78 on Metacritic. Most of the criticism stemmed from the game's relatively low difficulty, a trademark of light gun games being more of a high difficulty but praised how the ridiculous B-movie concept made the game that much more entertaining. It would go on to sell 450,000 copies in its first month and was considered a success by Sega, going on to see a PS3 release and a variation in The Typing of the Dead, Overkill, a nod to the Dreamcast original title for PC. And that is your brief history of the House of the Dead, Overkill. Right. Well, thank you, Chris, for the brief history of House of the Dead Overkill. Uh, so as we are wont to do, usually we start the the, the back half of our discussion off with uh, some of our personal experiences with the the game or, or thing in question, whether it's a console or something else. And because we have some esteemed guests with us uh, today, we are going to start off with them. So, uh, Ginger, Willie, uh, what are your personal experiences with uh, House of the Dead Overkill? Did we pre-order this game? I think I didn't we did. Pre- I don't know if I pre-ordered it, but I bought it right away when it first came out. We love zombies. And like gun shooters as in the Wii. Yeah. Mutants, quote <laughs> unquote. Say <laughs> <laughs> so that's a very specific niche. <laughs> but yeah, we we played the shit out of this one and we actually got uh Will's dad like actually kind of into watching it because of one of the songs in the uh-huh. in the menu about what is it the father just fucking the kid's dad <laughs> the kid's mom yes <laughs> i just kind of fucking what mom. does the kid say daddy are you a mutant no, i want to be, like, be a mutant can i be a mutant like shut up you snubbing little shit and by the way, I'm not I just your dad. Fuck your mom. I just oh my God. fuck your mom. I'm so glad that you guys pointed that out because I was going to mention that later when we talk about the, the music and sound and stuff because that is my favorite oh, one. That music. caught me so off guard. I was like sitting looking at like the gun shop in the menu and I'm just listening to this and he's just like, I'm not your daddy. I just kind of fuck your mom. And I'm like, what? Wait, what did he say? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> so I had to buy this game twice because I lost my original copy. I loaned it to somebody or something, and I just bought it again about uh, six months ago. Yep. Nice. We still had our save data on the yeah. Wii U from the Wii, so that awesome. was great because we have most of the guns upgraded. So mm. when we were refreshing ourselves on this we realized we used to be a lot better yeah we have a lot of high scores in there that we can't match anymore um (laughs) i know we went for a lot of world records on twin galaxies in this game i'm not sure if any of them still stand but i set up one player and two player categories and we used to i bet our two players still stand we used to practice this game like for weeks on end going for high scores I, i know you said I know you said you like you loved Wii. I know I'm, I'm kind of going on a, a, a tangent here, but I think you and it's, this is a game that is part of the House of the Dead Overkill. If you pay attention to the arcade, but don't you guys own like a world record in Ghost Squad? Yes. Yeah. 
Two player. Yeah, so they, they they are the world record holders for points in Ghost Cod, which you can find in an arcade. Yes. And yeah. So when they know they're like on games, people, you know they're talking <laughs> about their we like on games. Yeah. <laughs> I I honestly prefer shoot light gun shooters for myself. Um as opposed to to first person. Yeah. I'm not a first person shooter gal. I just it mm-hmm. it gets me all confused i shoot the fucking sky people kill me (laughs) i'm not good at them (laughs) but this game we used to get gorgasms like no fucking problem we would have Uh it timed to be like okay wait because some of the zombies throughout the game will fool you and you'll fuck up your your uh combo which will give you Mm -hmm. more points gorgasm yeah (laughs) yeah i love it you can shoot the like gold brains we would like hit every single one of those but this this game is a lot of fun all right awesome um well uh, chris uh what about you man like what, what what's your what's your deal with this game I didn't. I never played it for the Wii, to be honest with you. I did play Mad World though, so I guess that kind of counts. <laughs> sure, um, why not? Yeah, it was kind of the same. I I mean, it was it was around that time. I was always wanted to play it though, just because it was such an over the top game because you didn't see that on Nintendo. No, you know, like what you said in the brief history, yeah. it was always like Mario Sunshine. Like that was the most extreme it got in terms of. You know, people getting really so, angry. So Very extreme. family friendly. And that was another yeah. reason why we had to get it as well. It's like, wait, Absolutely. they're saying motherfucker on Nintendo. <laughs> uh, that, and that was like the tamest thing. They one of the tamer things they said. Yes. <laughs> you say Joe Grant. Yes. Nintendo. Or even seen because this game gets real gross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> but, you, you know. I remember like the progression that Nintendo because I remember Nintendo trying to get like more mature argument uh, audiences with the GameCube. You had Eternal Darkness, you had the Resident Evil deal, and it just never seemed to land a hook. And when then we went over to the Wii, it was more of the family friend friendly experience because of Wii Sports, Wii Fit, just nothing really trying to push the boundaries. And then you had Sega coming around with you know House of the Dead Overkill, and. You, you hear it's like extreme. You hear it's really offensive. You hear it's over the top. And I didn't really know until I got it on Steam a couple years <laughs> later on a Steam sale. And I was like, holy shit. This is like worse than I thought they they would <laughs> make this shit. It, it, it is way beyond. I was This was on a Nintendo console. Like, I'm surprised that grannies around the world weren't writing into <laughs> Congress trying to get this thing banned. Right. Like. Night Trap. It's way worse than... It's way On, like, I love it because I'm fucking sick in the head, but it's way worse than fucking Night Trap. Night Trap looked like Sailor Moon. Totally. (laughs) Fucking Care Bears. Because, like, the the dichotomy there is just, like, the, the weird dissonance between, like... The Wii, because Nintendo is already like super family friendly anyway. That was their whole shtick, right? And then they come out with the Wii where it's just like, we've put one of these in every nursing home across America because (laughs) your grandmother can bowl. And then all of a sudden (laughs) you get shit like this and like Mad World and stuff. And it's just like two completely polar opposites. It's just the weirdest mix. Not only does Grandma like to wiggle the Wiimote, she loves to fuck things up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, when this game came out, it got the world record for the most cursing in a video game at the time of its release. Like 189 swear words, I think. I don't think it could be that far behind in terms of, like, per minute. If you do, like, motherfuckers per capita, (laughs) I kind of think... This game is, this has to be near the top. It's about one out of every three words. Yeah. It's my kind of game, because I say <laughs> fuck all the time. It's a it's a motherfucking good time. It is a motherfucking good time. All right, Shane, how about you? Yeah, um, well, my, mine is pretty similar to yours, Chris, actually. I uh, I did not have this for my, my Wii back in the day. Frankly, I actually didn't even know it existed for the Wii at the time. Um, so I, I, too, picked this up on one of the several steam sales that have <laughs> now made my backlog like almost 500 games and I <laughs> finish before i die um 
But uh, but yeah, and, and I played it a little bit, but I played it specifically for the typing of the dead portion because I had played the original typing of the dead um, before. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember this. And then I had that <laughs> I had that same reaction. It's just like I fired up and I'm like, I'm this Mavis Beacon teaches typing. I'm a learn words. And then <laughs> I get in here and like the first thing you see is just like, what's up, motherfucker? And I'm like, oh, OK. That <laughs> here we go. Game? Yes. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I now I really want to learn typing. Let's go. All right. <laughs> But but yeah, that's pretty much it for me, man. Like I came to it way later, but then I was I was pretty impressed with it. Um, I really you know, need to play think. Typing of the Dead. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Really cut oh, you off. Time. But like, I never heard of Typing of the Dead until like I think a few years after Overkill, and I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And now that I'm good at typing, I totally want to fucking play it. <laughs> Just seeing like G and the other characters like walking around with these <laughs> keyboards just strapped to their chests is just mm, mwah. The th- that's the thing. So as we roll into like the plot writing, the plot in this game obviously is is just utterly ridiculous. I mean, anything House of the Dead is just utterly ridiculous to begin with. But <laughs> right. that's one of the things that they have going on here is essentially, you know, as, as Ginger mentioned, this is a game about G, G's first mission, and it takes place in 1991, Louisiana. And it doesn't tell you this. It just says, here's Isaac Washington and G beating the shit out of each other at the beginning of the game. They're <laughs> just fucking shit up. And it just it just gets more and more ridiculous from there uh, up until like the ends. And you literally have some uh, Oedipus moments, which is great uh, because who doesn't like a good Oedipus story? <laughs> Viola fucking well, guns. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I just really appreciated the, like the that was the, great the the scene in the helicopter at the end too when they start to get like real super meta about the plot of the game right it's just, yeah it's real good I I do love at that and he's like we actually met a real motherfucker and you didn't call him a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like that whole like that whole. Yeah. Do we want to, like, go by, like, each scene? Because it gets real weird and, like... Like, every every scene is fantastic. It so is. I, I, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and the thing is, is, like, the the Grindhouse aesthetic that they went for, obviously, fits this, this tone perfectly. And yes. I think the difference here is... You know, the previous House of the Dead games, and we'll we'll touch on this again when we start talking about, like, the voice acting and stuff, but the, the writing is uh, incredibly self-aware, and the, the previous games, not quite so much. You could probably argue that the, the earlier entries into the series were bad, but almost unintentionally so, and then this <laughs> one, they were just like, okay, listen, we have this legacy of maybe being kind of shit. So let's just take that and fucking own it and then yeah. just write this in a way that is just going to be so bad it's good. And I, I think they knocked that out of the park. Like it's it's so entertaining. They really did because it could have went the complete opposite to, oh, to write it so bad that it's fucking bad. What is that really bad director that everyone hates? Ooh, yeah, it it could have turned out like that. I always forget his name, but I'm around enough people who know it by heart. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? (laughs) Fuck this game. Let's talk about the the fact that this man, uh, you know, ruined video game movies forever for a tax write off. (laughs) Let's talk about that instead. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm understanding. He's like a piece from what I've been told, he's allegedly a piece of shit. I'm saying that allegedly for legal reasons. So <laughs> oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Totally. Ever. I mean, also, I guess gross. to be fair, it's for your own personal like protection because he actually challenged someone to like a boxing match over commentary like that. So <laughs> Oh yeah, for just, sure. Just watch yourself, Chris, is what hey, I'm man, saying. Hey man, you may not be a piece of shit, but everyone says you are, so maybe you need to uh look around because when there's a common denominator, it might be you. <laughs> I'll I'll fuck him up for y'all. He needs nice. to be hit by a woman. <laughs> Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what's your guys' favorite level in this? 
Because it's really hard for me to pick because I love the aesthetic of each one. I think Mm -hmm. they did each one, even though they reused zombies, they did it quite well. Like, they introduced little differences of zombies throughout each level, which I really enjoyed. Like, the gross pregnant zombies that spew the acid to the clown zombies. Actually, since you mentioned that, I'm just going to go ahead and say I think my favorite, it was kind of a toss-up because even though I think it runs a little long, I I liked the the swamp, the bayou level, but I think my favorite was um was the one with the clowns like the the carnival the, fair. the carnival yeah yeah carny yeah that one's my favorite yeah my favorite's the uh the meat house and and only because the 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 dynamic between Varla and Candy mm. and when that's the level where Candy reveals that she can't say cuss words because she has to say nothing <laughs> because her mama <laughs> nothing, said that nothing nothing yeah. right <laughs> her mama said if you can't say nothing good about anything you best say nothing at all. So she's like her arm gets cut off and she's like, nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> this is ridiculous and I love it. And the fact that the boss that level is a minotaur with an udder and you have to shoot her in the udder. And Varla's like, shoot her in the tits. And Candy's like, the what? Like the udder. And so, yeah, it's hilarious. The other what? Oh, this must be a Steam only level because this level is not on the Wii version. Nope, it's not. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was, that. It was exclusive to the like director's cut version or whatever, I think. Yeah. Oh, it might be in the director's cut part on there. We did not play through the director's cut. But we did play uh, the oh. we did play the two to four player multi-games. But mm-hmm. as for favorite levels, I fucking hate clowns, so I really like the clown <laughs> level so I can shoot them. And I do <laughs> enjoy the last level because there's just so much fucking zombies to shoot. It's just so much. <laughs> and then you get those miniguns. Hell yeah. Oh, the minigun oh, is great. Dude, it's like, why can't I just run through this whole game with the minigun? Be well, so much I will fun. say. You can. So the second time. Uh, on the Steam. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Wii game, does Candy not die? Like, uh, spoilers, by the way. Hi. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <Welcome>. Spoilers. <laughs> Uh, does Candy not die in, in the Wii game? No, Candy. There's no Candy. There is no Candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the two like extra levels involved Candy Striper then. That's why. Interesting. So, okay. you, so, you, so you don't go through a strip club? No. no. Oh, damn it. Now we might have to rebuy this fucking game again. <laughs> <laughs> Third time. All right. <laughs> hey, it's a great well, game. I didn't know revive. these differences. The more you know. So, yeah, so... That's kind of I think that was kind of my criticism. Not not so much a criticism, but just an observation. For a light gun game, at least on Steam, uh, the version I played, it feels like a long game. And there's some levels that just feel really long. Yeah, I'm shocked well, that they added a couple levels cuz it it is kind of a long game. Yeah, I was less concerned about the overall length of the game. Um I thought that was fine. I I but I do agree with Chris though that some of the actual the individual levels they did feel like they went on for maybe a little bit longer than they should have. Like they kind of <laughs> overstayed their welcome a little bit. Like the Bayou level is actually one that sticks out in my mind um, where you kind of are actually even the first level of the game. First level is like that goes on for a long while. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I like blasting zombies as much as the next. I'm sorry, mutants <laughs> as much as the next guy or girl. But like at the same time, um, it was just like that much could have been chopped off, and I think it would have been a little bit of a tighter experience. Chopped off like they were grinding the the body parts. In the- That's right, like like <laughs> yeah. Candy's arm. That's a yes. big yeah. ass mansion in the first level. That's for sure. Oh yeah, and it, yeah. if and it looks like the Resident. It's designed like the Resident Evil yep. mansion too, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess now like, that we've okay. got into gameplay and mechanics, let's let's go for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're already there. What's your least favorite level? I mean, speaking about long levels, and guys, I'll just kick it off and say my least favorite level is the one with the Screamer boss. First of all, I didn't like the boss. Second of all, mm. that level just seemed to drag. The hospital. It just it hospital. went on forever. Yeah, the hospital. Yeah, it just went on forever. And I just, I did not find it fun. That's also my least favorite, for the record. Oh, I like the hospital level. <laughs> okay, so so what do you do? I mean, if we're going to talk bosses, let's start with the the, the, the screamer because we have a we have a difference of opinion here. Uh-huh. I couldn't figure out for the life like 
So the screamer, just to set it up for everybody, the first, it goes through three phases. And most bosses have different phases. They're pretty repetitive and not very hard to figure out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But the screamer, like, the first thing is, like, you shoot her, she moves, she moves, she moves, and you don't do enough damage to her in time, she damages you. And then it goes to she puts a bunch of zombies up and you have to find her in the myriad of zombies and damage her or you get damaged. And then this is my least favorite part. This is why I do not like this boss. Is she splits into four parts and you have to shoot the right one enough times before she damages you. you so how the fuck <laughs> do you damage her on the on the on that third one? You guys just get better. <laughs> get, good. get good. Get good. You have to I get gooder guns. <laughs> you have to get better guns. Honestly, you yeah, have to upgrade unlock, the weapons. Upgrade those weapons, mm. and that scene before you like start the actual boss level, their weak points. Focus on those. Those mm-hmm. are their weak points. But if you have fully upgraded like assault rifle and the smg oh the assault shotgun that shit will just run through everything pretty much well i'm actually surprised that you were bringing this up as as an issue because i i mean i i didn't run into any problems with that at all i mean i just even with even with the stock pistol like it's four different ones right so if you can just pop all four if you get that unlucky that the fourth one is the correct one in your shots you still have some time to be able to like stun her before she hits you. So I, I actually didn't really have too much of an issue with it. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. I would say me. my least favorite boss was the mantis one on top of the train mm-hmm. because I think it just took forever mm-hmm. because it's yeah, like, I would say it took a little too long. It's moving. And if you're not aiming quite right, then I think that one was maybe the worst boss. Even more so than the last one with the nasty screaming zombies being born right in front of your eyes. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Willie? How, what are what are your thoughts? Uh, favorite level? I think my favorite level is the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. What about uh, what about least favorite? Least favorite is the swamp. Mm, okay, I can get by that. you. You yeah. you are opposite, Shane. Like <laughs> pretty much. I don't know. I just I I maybe it was because I liked the change of scenery for the swamp level. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I, I actually kind of enjoyed that one. The change of scenery was nice, but that's a harder stage to get the combos on. Uh, oh yeah. To yep. get up to Gorgasm, okay. the bayou is really tough. Yep. Well, because see, that, that makes is... sense for you. I'm just a plebe, man. I just go in and shoot things. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not. In, I don't. I don't get. I don't get the good combos. So. But that's. I mean, but I. But I think this is something that you know, me and Shane kind of talked about in preparation for the episode is that sometimes the camera just, it just, it won't stop moving and then just, just very quickly shift. And the swamp level is one of those levels that just always, the camera never stops moving. Yeah. It is always trying to fuck you up. But it shifts. I completely understand we don't like it. It shifts exactly the same every time. So if you memorize it, then you can know how long you got for each (laughs) shot. Mm Mm-hmm. But you got to well, yeah. you memorize every strategy. fucking camera turn. <laughs> and that's when we were really, really good. Yeah. We'd be like, we'd have to remind each other like, oh, wait, because it would either be a zombie would like come out and dodge or the fucking camera would move. And that's kind of a bitch in the last level because you're walking through the underground laboratory and you're like you're walking on top of tables and shit, so you kind of have to wait, or you'll lose your combo, or you can just shoot the fuck out of everything. See, that's actually one thing that I kind of learned to do over the course of playing this was because um, initially, you know, I the first instinct is to just shoot as quickly as possible to try to clear everything, and then I realized that it was actually smarter in some cases to be more strategic about it and just wait. Like if there's four zombies that pop up on a screen, I know that I'm not going to move. The camera's not going to move until they're cleared. So you clear like two or three of them and that gives you time while the other one's walking to like assess your situation and look for collectibles and all that stuff. So that definitely helped, but it took me a while to kind of like for that to click. How's the reload on that? Because I really like 
on the Wii or the Wii U with the light gun, you point it real quick off of the screen, and that's how you reload it. Is there like mm-hmm. a certain? It's like, just the button? R button on the okay. keyboard. Yeah. Oh, it's for for me. It was you, you click down on the scroll button on the mouse. Mm. Okay. And I know I you don't works. you don't have to do that because when you're out, the next time you like hit your trigger, it will automatically reload at least for the Wii and the Wii U version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really well, like that. I'm too obsessive for that though. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the reload real quick. Like if you took a couple shots, just make sure you're reloaded yep, with a quick flick off me. the screen. Is there a reload delay or animation in the Wii version as well? Mattering on how many zombies were bleeding all over the screen. I noticed there was a lot no, of lag. Reload. Oh reload lag? There's a little bit of animation. It takes like a half second to reload. It says uh, before if you have to reload, it's like reload. Yeah, and it's 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 is that like an upgradable thing? So in like the the PC version, yes, like it, it makes more sense to go with the the stock pistol over the hand cannon because the hand cannon has more frames of animation to reload. So you're you're going to want to go with the, the 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 pistol just because you can reload a hell of a lot faster than you can with the hand cannon. Well, actually, I, okay. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a, a different viewpoint on that because that was my initial thought too. I t- I was told Chris this while we were talking about it a couple days ago mm-hmm. that um, I had thought in my first playthrough of the game, I I actually used just the stock pistol, fully upgraded, mind you, but nice. the stock pistol just like almost exclusively. And I tried out some of the other weapons and just none of them felt as good or as accurate. And so I was like, well, <laughs> screw it. I guess I'll just use this pistol. But then I upgraded the hand cannon. And once you get that thing like fully maxed out, um, that thing is great. I think that actually <laughs> might be my favorite outside of just going like, you know, bananas with the minigun or whatever. But I like the, hand the assault great. shotgun. Oh, yeah. The automatic shotgun. Yeah, that one's pretty yeah. good. too. My issue with the assault rifle, and I don't know if I'm just doing something wrong, but it's like burst fire mode only, and that's really annoying. Is there a way, do you guys, is there a way to change that to full auto, or is that just how it is? I don't know. I had that happen to me too, but I didn't go into it too much. I usually Mm -hmm. use the assault shotgun, so I just stuck to that. There is an achievement you can get on that, on the Wii version. If you hold your gun sideways, you'll get gangster like unlocked. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's oh, great. wait, does your hand move like with the the motion controls in the Wii? Well, you can hold just like the the Wiimote in like your zapper or whatever and just hold it sideways and just <laughs> hold it like a gangster. Well, shit. I don't know if I can do that on the PC version. Now I'm missing <laughs> out on the full experience. Just Shane, just hold your mouse up and tilt it sideways <laughs> and see if it works. <laughs> yeah, because right? I won't look like a complete asshole doing that at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so do it on Sunday streams and we can find out. You Great. can show the world. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, so I guess that actually kind of bled into the discussion of what everybody's favorite weapon loadout was. So mine was probably just both pistols. I'm going to be honest, like the stock pistol and then the hand cannon. <laughs> Can like, you dual wheel? Do almost everything with that. No, not that I could see. Yeah, you can uh, dual no wield. There's no Isaac Washington mode. <laughs> you can dual wield on uh, one player on the Wii what? one. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you, you could put, be like, I feel cheated. Yosemite Sam. Yeah. I'm going to rip your motherfucking balls off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've got pistol attachments or pistol holders for the Wii remotes. So I played through a few levels earlier this week with two pistols. And one super squeaky and so annoying. (laughs) But I had one set to the automatic shotgun and I was using that as my main weapon. And then I had the SMG as my secondary. So actually that was the other pistol. So I was just shooting shotgun shells out of one pistol and... Had an automatic. <laughs> it was yeah. so ridiculous. I loved it. <laughs> now I feel like I need to go back and just replay this again and figure out if I can dual wield. I feel like I've missed out on something now. <laughs> you probably can't because you can't dual wield mouses. Uh, Why not? That kind of attitude. You need, you need a lefty <laughs> mouse. Yeah. And then you can uh, dual wield. Pew, pew. It's called the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't, how do you even segue from that? Like, I don't. <laughs> you know what doesn't look good? Uh, all right, yeah. Lefties. <laughs> Am I right? Well, that was. You know what like... hasn't aged well? My left hand. <laughs> well, that that was kind of like when the Wii first came out. SNL. What was it? Stephen Baldwin was on the skit. They're like, if you hold it in your other hand, it's like someone else is doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not seen that Wii sketch the from SNL, I highly recommend it. It's hilarious. Hmm. I, I haven't seen that, but you know what I have seen? I don't know, Chris. What have you seen? <laughs> the graphics of this game. Oh. <laughs> all right. Totally not forced segue. Let's do it. Not at all. <laughs> all right. For the record, I don't actually have a problem with the graphics. I think they're fine. Like, sure, they they look a little dated, but of course they're going to. But because they are because, yeah, they are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I I think for 2009. But you have to take in consideration. This is a Wii game. The Wii is a slightly more powerful GameCube. (laughs) It's going to look like a slightly more powerful GameCube game. That was on the marketing materials for the Wii, by the way. (laughs) Slightly more powerful GameCube. (laughs) That's yeah. That's why people bought it. Mm-hmm. It was a slightly more powerful GameCube, um, with, with waggle motions. But and no handle. That's that's yeah. <laughs> there's no handle here. <laughs> but um, but yeah. I mean, I, that's what I'll say. Like just playing it. There, there's like the way characters talk, the way they move, the way their arms are. Or it didn't. And it's move. mostly the cutscenes. Or didn't move. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like even in the re in in I wouldn't say remasters, but re-release on 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 Steam. Yeah, the resolution is higher. But you still have the same character models. That being said, that means like the gra- the problems I have with the graphics are in the cutscenes. The actual graphics in game are fine, especially when you consider like the blood splatter, the fact that whichever body part you hit, they they tend to react to that body part. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Dead Space Extraction in that in that sense, mm-hmm. which is another Wii light light gun shooter, and just like in Dead Space in general, you can knock off body parts. And it has those physics and mechanics that that are in there. And that's appreciated. And that's something that was of that generation. So in that sense, while you're doing your light gun rail thing, I think the graphics are fine there. It's just the cutscenes, they they yeah, they don't look good anymore. And it's 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 evident that it was of its era. Everything moves so fast during gameplay that you don't notice a little bit of a lack of detail. It looks all pretty good while you're playing. Right. Yeah. It definitely was really awesome when it first came out. When it first came out, Mm -hmm. it was like, holy shit, this looks great. Yeah, it didn't age the best, but I mean, it's not as bad as other older games. They put that film effect over it and everything. Well, honestly, if you take a look at all of the House of Dead games, they're, they're pretty close to the same kind of graphics honestly yes the older ones are a little more blocky yeah and i, and I think willie's got a good point right that you know the, the gameplay is so frenetic that that's probably the last thing you're really paying attention to but then when you get yeah. to a cutscene, you're just like his mouth don't match those words at all <laughs> but other than that right. it's fine <laughs> uh, they even do if... that on purpose sometimes yeah. with the mouth not moving because right. it's grindhouse films that. Yeah, I was wondering if that was like a purposeful nod to like bad dubbing. Well, the Jasper definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, where his uh, glasses get slapped off, then they're back on his face. The, the next scene, <laughs> and then they're not on his yeah. face. Like that shit made me laugh so hard when we rewatched that cutscene. I'm like, his glasses are back on his face. <laughs> Wait, they're back off his face. <laughs> So, like, outside of that, I guess, you know, talking a little bit about um, kind of the the sound work that's gone into this game, um, let's just, can we all just agree that the soundtrack for this game is just on point? So uh-huh. good. I love it. it. It's a really good soundtrack. Absolutely. Like, it just Every it single fits one of their perfectly. Songs. Yeah. And it's great, too, because like we were saying earlier, we, we kind of started talking about this anyway, but the the humor that kind of is threaded throughout the game also makes its way into the soundtrack, which is just fantastic. Yes. Especially during, and you said earlier, like during those opening cutscenes, every single song you hear during that is just a setup for how over the top and stupid this game's about to get. <laughs> they, they tell the story 
through the song. So if you just completed a stage, sometimes it'll boot up a song that had things just pulled right out of that stage. It's like, oh, okay, now I get it. And it's still stupid. And I love it. <laughs> the one song we were talking about earlier um, with the, hey, kid, I just kind of fuck your mom. It's singing <laughs> about this guy having sex with a zombie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like the piss or the no, not piss, the huh. pus. Sorry, it's not a piss jug. When her top came off, her tit would swim pop, Pop. got pus all in my mouth. Tastes like (laughs) chicken. (laughs) I mean, that's not as bad as the dude, because we're not going to beat around the bush on this. The dude who is the uh, the owner of the prison guard that was fucking his mom, who ended up turning Varla into his mom and his mom was like why'd you pick one with small tits and her tits are like triple d's they're fucking giant she has giant tits they are not small and then varla goes walking through and it's not varla with her brain and it's just gross i guess i guess like if if his if his mom becomes if his mom becomes Varla, he's not really fucking his mom anymore. Ah, I mean, it's a different mom. technicality. It's only her brain in there. But it's only it's her brain. Like her, it's not gross. the same body. It's still gross. Because yeah. then he's fucking like a dead body. Because she's inevitably undead. I mean, it's still warm. <laughs> we don't know that for a fact. Well, at the end, <laughs> he crawls into his mother back into the womb. And... You just see G's face like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> G is really just a representation of everybody playing the game. <laughs> really. Honestly, yeah. I-, I think I was more with, I think it was more with Isaac. Just like, what the fuck? <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but he didn't say motherfucker to that guy at well, all. Motherfucker. He didn't. Yeah. And he was a motherfucker. <laughs> now, now, to be fair... He walked into he walked into he walked into Varla, not not his mom. Again, I'm going to say it's Varla's body. So <laughs> if you think that way, it's not as gross. So people, just to put it, I didn't expect just, you to be taking the defensive position on this argument, Chris. Like, I mean, it's not his mom anymore. Him crawling into that vagina to die wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. I, I do think I do think we need to. I, I, and like Ginger said, just provide some context. The end of the game. No, no context. Said the, <laughs> providing Don't context. give any context for any of this. Just go play the game. That's right. <laughs> OK, you will run into a motherfucker who and, and the character Varla, the character Varla, who is essentially like supposed to be the romantic interest of G gets turned into this dude's mom. And so that's why I think it's it's like Varla is supposed to be a sexy vixen. So he turns his mom into a sexy vixen. It's no longer his mom, just his mom's brain. OK, <laughs> so it's it's fine. Your brain right? controls a lot of a lot. It's, but it's not the same. It doesn't <laughs> no. change the genetic so, makeup. So riddle me this, boys. <laughs> if your mother, who you like to fuck, put... Her brain, you put her brain in a sexy vixen's body. You're still not fucking your mom, even though she's calling you son. She, I mean, as long as she doesn't talk. <laughs> I think it's okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like we've ended Just... up on some very obscure category of Pornhub <laughs> at this point. Something like that, yes. Obscure, isn't that the front page nowadays? <laughs> I thought Pornhub was just like, oh, you're fucking your your sister or something like that. Oh no, I'm stuck in the washer. How did that happen? <laughs> oh, See, man. that's why I don't do laundry. <laughs> Better to play it safe. That's a good call. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you don't do laundry. Very dangerous trap. <laughs> that's why you don't do laundry. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> because he wants he wants you to do laundry. I mean, he's he wins. Oh, he fucks up laundry. <laughs> no, he can do the dishes. <laughs> Yo, he fucks with some laundry. Let me tell you. And how come you never get stuck in the dryer, Ginger? <laughs> <laughs> that's my secret. I'm not telling. <laughs> I mean, she could ask you why you don't get stuck in the sink. Exactly. 
<laughs> I'm glad she wasn't here when that happened. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> is that what that uh, scar is from? <laughs> so, uh, so actually, I got to ask, because I think that this was a, as from what I saw, it was a special release for Australia. But I'm going to ask this anyway. So, uh, Willie, those um, attachments that you have for your Wii, the, the gun attachments, yeah. were those from something else or did you actually manage to get the what what they called the bang bang box for um for this game where they actually included pistol shells that you could put onto your Wiimotes no we didn't have that okay I picked up okay. uh just some uh discount weight pistols that are big lots I've got two of those that work good but I've got another pistol with blue handles I've got a green shotgun that came with a Martian attack game Another white shotgun. I collect different Wii Zapper like accessories. We got the Zapper with Link's crossbow. Yep. Crossbow training. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's well, a good see, one. There you go. I've I've just you're welcome. I've just spent more of your money for you. Now you can go try and import that from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're from Australia and you got a Bang Bang box, yeah, please let us know. We want to know. That's right. I do. Also, just as a quick aside, I really do appreciate that the slow-mo power-up in the game is called the slow-mo-fo. That's just <laughs> yes. perfect. So good. Uh, so I guess like in the interest of time, we are kind of getting close to when we usually like to wrap these things up. So we will move on to our, our last piece of our discussion, which usually is, do we feel that this game holds up today? And so I feel like I know the answer to this question, but you know what? I could be surprised. <laughs> so, uh, Willie, Ginger, what are, what are your thoughts? Do you feel like this holds up? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. That's a pretty <laughs> what she said. answer. <laughs> All right. Chris, what about you? What do you think? What the fuck do you think? Of course it motherfucking holds up. You motherfucking want to think this game doesn't motherfucking hold up? You have to motherfucking think about what you motherfucking are saying because this game is the motherfucking shit. And it was so bad, Ginger even fucking dropped all these motherfuckings fucking fucks I'm fucking saying. It's so fucking... It's, it's fucking dope. Okay. So, like, outside of the fucking fucks. Mm. Yeah, this game, if, if you got... if Like, I'm sure if you got a Wii, if, if you like to play the like on games on the Wii... And I haven't, I actually haven't played a like on game on the Wii. I'd love to, I, even though I have some, I need to do it. Like go and play it. It's just like, just the absurdity alone, just the ability to go in there and see the evolution of, of Nintendo and how they started to embrace more mature ideas, how they started to loosen up, uh, their own, um, uh, sensors, their, their own censorship. And they became more in, inclusive towards their overall library and in terms of what people could do and how they could develop. This is like a real major step forward because this game came out before Mad World. And a lot of people yep. consider Mad World that game that mm -hmm. really broke down, kicked down the barrier. No, it was this. And you could still go on Steam. It's it's cheap on Steam. However, it may not work. And you can get it on PS3. And you're going to have a good time. I recommend going back, getting on the Wii. I know it's a little bit more expensive nowadays. It's like a $30 game. It's not terrible. Uh, price considering, but yeah, it holds up. You should go back, try it, play it, and motherfucking love it. Yeah, get it before it becomes even more expensive because that's yeah. still, that's honestly still relatively cheap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll just go ahead and, and echo the sentiments of everybody else and just say, yeah, like it, it, it absolutely holds up. Like I had a great time with it. Um, it's not a huge time investment either. So that's always great for, for us busy adults as we are um i mean you can certainly sink a lot of time into it like upgrading all your gear and getting the achievements and all that stuff or being world record holders like some people and being amazing at it um but it's also you can jump in for like one level play for a little bit and be done and that's always good too um so yeah i mean i will say that even for someone who's not a huge light gun fan like i don't play a bunch of those and i'm not super great at them or whatever even i thought that i think the the baseline story in the game was a little too easy the story mode seemed real easy like i didn't really struggle with it almost ever um i know the challenge mode stuff that definitely ramps it up so i think it's got a little bit of the best of both worlds uh so there's a little bit of something for everybody maybe don't play it around your kids though i'll, I'll throw <laughs> that out there but uh, but outside unless of that, you're yeah, a, it's a good fucking time. awful parent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely a good time. So I, I, I wholeheartedly recommend it. Uh, all right. Okay. So with all of that, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. So first and foremost, we would like to thank the Grand Rapidians for being with us here today. We very much oh, appreciate you guys being on the show. That was the whole studio audience clapping. clapping for us. <laughs> <laughs> we really enjoyed coming on. It's it's a yeah. lot of fun. Awesome. Well, we would definitely love to have you guys back on in the future. Fuck yeah. Same uh, for our podcast. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, when you guys want to talk about Oni Chanbara bikini zombie slayers, let us know. Okay, yes. well, let's you know what? After we're done with this, let's let's bust out the schedules. Let's figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's a really fun game too. We're both gonna have to replay that one. Yeah, or even Lollipop Chainsaw because we have oh, that one too. I, wanna, I, 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 I gotta that. get that game. I have that. It's have so good. And I started playing it, and then I stopped. I don't have to go back and try to replay it. We both <laughs> we both beat it and played it when it first came out. I never had, beat it. Oh, I beat it. It's fucking hard too. It's so good. Are we talking about a video game? <laughs> yes, Maybe. two video games. Ooh. I'm not sure anymore. Oh. <laughs> what is even real? So speaking of video games, uh, so where can the fine listeners find you guys and your awesome podcast? You can find our podcast on pretty much any podcaster. Yeah, if we're not on one, you like reach out to Grand <laughs> Underscore Video on Twitter and let us know. Just we'll make sure to get on that shit. Grand Rapidians play video games wherever you want to check it out. Yep, we're not on Facebook because we're not on Facebook, <laughs> but we're on Instagram and Twitter, and you can reach us at Grand Rapidians Play Video Games at Gmail dot com. Excellent. All right. And uh, as far as we're concerned, if you are listening to this, then you've found us. So congratulations. Hi. Um, but if you'd like to engage a little bit more, you can find us on uh, social media platforms. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram primarily. Um, our Discord is also uh, public as of very recently. So if you want to jump in and chat with uh, not only us, but these fine folks uh, that are guesting with us today, along with our patrons and other folks that have decided to jump in and join the discussion, you can do that by uh, heading over to bit.ly slash chat. And that will give you an invite to our Discord, and you can uh, you can chat with us and uh, see what's up. We also do have uh, our Patreon running, so if for some crazy reason you actually like what we do enough to consider giving us actual hard money, which I don't recommend because that's insane, but if you still want to do it, you can go over to bit.ly slash rhpatron and select the donation tier of your choice, and we'll be forever grateful for that. And also, we are still looking for patrons to try to balance out our tyrannous patron Lyle because we cannot let him just be the only one voting for us to play terrible games every quarter. So please, <laughs> please save us from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and other terrible things. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't save help us them, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Help them before they play. Have to play fucking Cheetah Men or something. <laughs> yes. Oops. Please. Did I Damn just it. give that? Don't idea? give them ideas. <laughs> cut that well, shit great. out and just leave the cut that shit out so everyone's wondering or like beep it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Like put like a fucking dolphin sound like from, <laughs> from that would like be totally on brand for the game too. <laughs> like uh, what is it? SpongeBob when they learn how to swear. What? All right. And uh, and so, Chris, uh, why don't you talk a little bit real quick about uh, our stream Sunday and anything else you want to mention before we uh, shut this thing down? Yeah, sure. Just so everyone knows, we're on Twitch every Sunday, usually around around nine ish till around eleven ish or however long we, we feel like is necessary to go. So just join us over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash retro hangover and we will see you there. If you can't if you can't join up with us, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, just look up retro hangover and you'll find us. And uh, that that's where we uh, post our Twitch VODs. You can also find me on Instagram which is pretty much uh, photos of my collection. I repost almost all of those over to the Retro Hangover Instagram uh, page. And you can find me at, at Zodiac, X-O-D-Y-A-K. And um, just, yeah, come out and interact with us on Instagram. Come to our Discord, interact with us. You'll meet a lot of good people, and I'm sure you'll like the fine people on our podcast today. And, yeah, just it's, it's, it's a great time, and we really look forward to it. And also, I'd like to thank our new patron, as you heard in the beginning uh, at the shout-out level, Randall. Thank you, Randall. Like, that's – you're incredible. 
I don't know how to thank you. Thank you for breaking the tyranny of Lyle because that vote's coming up in probably about a month. That's true. And we really, we, you can't save us from <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can't save us. We we all had we had to do it, and we did it. But for for it, there's another vote coming up here soon, and uh, we need to we need to defeat Lyle. So all support is welcome. <laughs> and that's right. We look forward to Randall. It. You are meant to bring balance to the force. <laughs> well, the we have force Ashton of Lyle. Too, so it'll be all right. <laughs> and like it rhymes with Kyle, so you can say Lyle's mom's a bitch, like Kyle's mom's a bitch. <laughs> uh, and that was the sound of the patron leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, when you put more dolphin sounds in. <laughs> uh, like, oh, you don't want bad games, Mario Brothers Two. And you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. Well, with all of that being said, until next time, play with your motherfucking joysticks. Shane here with a quick message. You know, the one rule Chris and I have always gone by regarding advertisements is this. It has to be something we use and can personally vouch for. If you know me, you know I love coffee. And Bones Coffee Company has been my go-to for home brewing for quite some time now. Their small batch beans come in an impressive variety of flavors like Mint Invaders from Chocolate Space or Electric Unicorn, which I swear tastes exactly like Fruity Pebbles. And the best part? No added sugar or calories involved, just natural flavors infused right into the beans themselves. Build your own sample pack of five four-ounce bags to find out which flavors speak to you, or jump in headfirst with full 12-ounce bags. They've even got K-Cups. Step up your homebrew game with Bones Coffee by visiting bit.ly slash rhpbones. That's b-i-t dot l-y slash r-h-p-b-o-n-e-s.